Hey girl, you are going to love this episode today. I have Dre on as my guest, and she is a registered nurse and also a faith-based fitness and food freedom coach. We talked all things related to fitness and physical health and really recentering, recentering on what really is the goal of the fitness journey, what really is the goal, and really remembering what it's all about and really how your physical health and your fitness journey all are also for the glory of God and how it is actually our responsibility to show up and care for our vessels so that we can really strongly, really confidently show up and walk in our purpose. So if you're looking for any type of motivation and inspiration around your fitness journey or around your physical health, this episode is for you. And a quick reminder that the doors to the Thrive Tribe are open only through July. So if you are looking for a community, if you're looking for coaching, genuine connection, and radical tools, including group coaching, journal prompts, and so much more, if you're looking for all of that, definitely check out the Thrive Tribe. The link is down in the show notes of this episode. You are going to love it. And when I close the doors at the end of July, I will not be opening them again until probably October. So if this is of any interest to you, head down to the show notes, check it out. I am so, so genuinely excited. The Thrive Tribe has been on my heart for such a long time, and I'm so excited to be able to create such a genuine and powerful community of women who are really trying to feel greater self-love and greater confidence so that they can really start showing up in their lives the way that they really want to. Because I know that so many of us have this vision of who we want to be, this vision of that confident, courageous, bold self, right? Letting yourself be seen and heard, showing up really boldly and speaking your truth, showing up authentically, feeling so free and so peaceful. And so that's what I want the Thrive Tribe to be about, your space, to build relationships with other women who are doing the same thing, who are going through similar challenges, wins, all of the things. Having people around you to support you is invaluable. There is no way that I would be where I am if I did not surround myself with other people who are on a similar journey. Because as much as we love and appreciate the people around us, sometimes They either don't get it or they just don't necessarily know how to support us even though they want to. So having this community, having the tools, having these other like-minded women who are wanting to grow their self-love and grow their confidence in a really faith-aligned way, along with a highly qualified, if I may say so, um, mindset and empowerment coach who has a lot of experience with this, I would so love to support you. It's going to be powerful. It's a no-brainer investment. So head down to the show notes and absolutely check it out. Welcome to the Living by Design podcast. I'm Devani. If we have not met yet, I am so excited that you're here. I have my master of social work and I've been in the mental health field for about five years. Everything on this show is going to support you in growing your faith, your self-love, and your confidence. I'm so, so excited that you're here. I hope that you love this episode. Let's dig in. 
All right. Hello, you guys, my beautiful, beautiful friends. I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so excited to be here with Drea. Drea, will you tell us a little bit about you? Absolutely. Hey, everyone. I'm Drea. I'm an online faith-based food freedom and fitness coach, which is a little bit of a mouthful, but the way I became that was um, because of my own personal struggle and bondage really to food and obsessive thoughts about my body image that were primarily negative. Um, And when I was able to break free from that and I had a 45 pound weight loss transformation journey, um, people started coming to me and asking me for help. And so I became a certified personal trainer and quickly realized I did not want to work in a commercial gym because the only way I was ever able to find true success with my relationship with food and my body was by partnering with the Lord as well and also healing some of the worthiness wounds that I had. And so that is why I created my own business, Fit and Free with Drea, so that I could help women do that and truly break free from their bondage to food and obsessive thoughts about their body. Oh my gosh. That is so, so powerful. Like not only just to hear your testimony, but to hear what happened and what you're doing to support women. And I think that is so like just such an area of need. Um, And I so resonate with when you mentioned the worthiness and the obsessive, like obsessive thoughts about our body image and our self-image and our worthiness. I think those things are so just such common struggles, you know, that we see so much. Um, so we're going to be digging in today and I'm so, so excited to talk about using, so our general, general topic is going to be using fitness and physical health to help you build your confidence, um, and your feelings of self-love, but we are obviously going to let the Holy Spirit take us wherever he would like us to go. So, um, Drea, share with me just some of the first thoughts that come to mind when you think about, either your experience or in general, just using fitness or using our physical health to really help us build our self-love and our self-confidence? Yeah. So I think what comes to mind first for me is the ways in which I lacked that confidence and that self-love because I was not also caring for my body. And I think that a lot of women can relate to this um, because we commit to this really rigid and unrealistic diet and exercise regimen, because that's what the fitness industry tells us to do, right? Like those, those are the diets that we're given. And so then we get really frustrated when we're not able to follow through and we just, our self-confidence is shattered because we just feel so demoralized and frustrated by riding this dieting roller coaster when it was actually in reality the diet itself really set us up to fail and it set us up to come back for more, right? So that, you know, there's more money being poured into the industry. And so that's really where I come in as a fitness and food freedom coach to help you figure out what method of eating and exercise truly works best for you. And that's truly something that you enjoy. And then when you're implementing that daily, you are just going to slowly, not right away, but day by day by day, slowly start to fall in love with your new lifestyle and your confidence and your self-love is simply just going to skyrocket. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I love, I love how you said 
that there's a piece, it's like almost this missing piece. Um, and I honestly feel like this can kind of happen a lot in the church. And I've talked to other people about this, that sometimes we focus so much on spiritual well-being, which is obviously so vital, right? Like we know that that is our foundation. Our faith is our foundation of everything. But I think so often all the other areas of our well-being get lost or, you know, left behind. And so I love what you said about, it's kind of like prioritizing all of the areas of your well-being, including your physical health, um, because we're, we're vessels, right? Like we're called to show up, to live out our purpose, to walk our walk. And one, <laughs> and one way that, you know, it's like, how can we do that most effectively, is by also loving on our bodies and taking care of ourselves. So I love that you said that. Mm, yes, girl. You're, I'm like, praise hands over here. You're speaking my language. And that's something that really didn't click for me until a couple years ago when I had my transformation. It's like, it's, it truly was when I surrendered my life to the Lord in a a deeper and, and a more real way. Like, I was a Christian my whole life, but when I really dedicated myself to him and surrendered to him. I realized like God created me to be a reflection of him to the world. I was created in his image. So how can I be shining brightly and serving my circle of family, friends, clients, when I'm literally stifled by this insecurity that I have from not only being overweight, it's really not even about the physical shell of ourselves, but inside I just felt so stuck. And I had these, this awful cycle of negative thoughts regarding how I looked and I just felt physically awful. I had brain fog, I had fatigue you know, I, it was very consuming where it's like, I wasn't able to go out there and serve and make the most impact for God's kingdom. And yeah, I love what you said. Like physical fitness is actually a huge deal to God. And, you know, I don't like to quote random Bible verses and throw, you know, I never want to be the coach that preaches, but I do like to bring in the scripture into my curriculum and the verse that says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. That includes our fitness and our physical health. And I think we know that as Christians, but it's just an area where we kind of become, we become comfortable with our, our stuckness really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like when you said we just get comfortable, it's like we kind of get complacent and feeling like, you know, well, I'm doing enough in all the other areas, which is great, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's just really focusing on, you know, you are a vessel. And I love, I love that you shared that verse because that is so powerful. And I've actually never thought of that verse in relation to my physical health. So I so appreciate that you just shared that. Yes, I love that. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to think about. Um, I love that you said it's not even about your shell. It's not, it's not even necessarily about what our physical body looks like. Um, and I was mentioning this to someone the other day. It's not even like, yes, you're going to see a change in your physical body. However, that's not really what creates the change that we're looking for. I mean, yeah, that's part of it. It's really nice to see, right? However, it's so much of that internal shift of like, you are showing up for yourself 
right? You're showing up for yourself. You're making commitments that you are keeping to yourself. You're taking care of yourself. It's like all of these inner pieces. um, And that's what creates the confidence. Like that's what creates the feelings of self-love. Like, oh my gosh, I'm worthy of showing up for myself, of committing to myself. And then you're actually doing it. Like when you start doing that, that creates all of these radical internal shifts. 1000% yes. Yeah. And I think it's so cool when I get to witness my clients literally just blossoming and flourishing into this incredibly confident, powerful woman of God, where before they might've come to me feeling very timid and very insecure. And of course we all have different personalities. We all have different ways of expressing how we truly feel about ourselves inside. But I think that when you are not truly making loving and empowered exercise and eating decisions on a daily basis, your self-confidence is going to take a huge hit. And then it becomes very hard to show up in the most powerful way possible. And I love just, like you said, we build up trust in ourselves with every little decision when we make commitments to ourselves and then we follow through on it, it's like we start to collect that evidence that we're capable of executing those necessary tasks. Because when when we come down to it, like we're all the same, like we all have the same resources. It's just a matter of us being able to open the gift and realize that we already have what we need inside of us or not. I love that so much. Yes. And that's almost like a little bit of tough love <laughs> for, for our listeners right now. It's like, we do like we really do and and i would especially say um with the quarantine like we are even more so now on a level playing field um just because people weren't going to the gyms like we didn't have access to that right so we all whether you have an at-home gym whatever that looks like um but yeah that's so so true And I love how you worded, it's about building up the evidence that you can show up for yourself. Um, And I would love to know what thoughts you have around, um, like when, when women first start to come work with you, and of course, I don't like to dwell too much on the challenges. I like to, right, like we talk about the challenges and then we'll move into like how to move through it, but I would just love to know like any thoughts that you have around the self-sabotage or like mindset challenges when women first come to you? Because I feel like under, like under their struggles with caring for their body and making those little choices on a daily basis, right? Like to care for themselves underneath that there's some type of self-sabotage or right, like limiting beliefs and things like that. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? Oh, yes. So many. So the first one that comes to mind is this limiting belief that, you know, there is a right way and a wrong way to eat and a right way and a wrong way to exercise. And a lot of my clients, when they first come to me, they ask, okay, what are the good foods? What are the bad foods? Right. And it's almost this way of self-sabotage because we just overcomplicate it. And it's something that the majority of my clients aren't even aware that they're doing this, but they're just making their fitness journey so much more difficult than it needs to be. 
And when I give them that permission, like, hey, everything is permissible, just not everything's beneficial. So let's do some trial and error. Let's do some, let's do some self-awareness work and, and asking yourself, hey, when do I feel really nourished and really energized and really just incredible? And then when do I feel kind of foggy and fatiguey, right? And we start to learn which foods really work well for our bodies and which foods don't. And then with the exercise component, it's like, going back to like, in what ways do you actually enjoy moving? Do you like going for walks with your dog? Then do that. Do you like kayaking? Do you like throwing a a baseball around with your five-year-old? Like whatever ways that you enjoy exercising and eating, that gets to be, that gets to be your new lifestyle. And it gets to be easy. I'm not going to say it's always going to be easy to execute, but it gets to be simple and it gets to work for you and it gets to be enjoyable. And I think a lot of us want to make it a little bit more difficult than it needs to be. So that's the first one. I mean, there's so many more, but we can talk on that for a little bit. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, it, I feel like that, that switch kind of flipped for me a couple years ago. Um, when I was in college, I actually took a surfing class and I live in San Diego. So took a surfing class and it was really fun. Um, and I realized like, oh my gosh, like there are some people who never touch foot in a gym and they are ripped. Like, let's just call it like it is like they are in super good shape. Right. And I'm talking like men, like I'm talking any gender, you know? Um, and it's like, they don't ever touch a gym. And so that's when I think I realized like, oh my gosh, like there could be a different way. And I think too, like you said, like whatever you find enjoyable. And I think there's almost this part of us that feels like it can't be fun. Like it can't be enjoyable. It has to be hard. And I picture too, like just, you know, and I don't know if this is accurate, but like when I think of fitness culture, I picture like, you know, this girl in the gym and she's in like Spanx and a tank and a headband and she has her gnarly headphones on. This isn't good or bad, but I'm just saying this is what I picture. And it's like, that's what you picture, that that's what you need to do. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be fit, that's what you need to do. You need to go in and lift weights, you know? And I love lifting weights. So I'm not talking negatively about this, but it's more so, I think, broadening our idea of what it means to be healthy. What does it mean to be fit? What does it mean to be healthy? You don't have to go into the gym and lift weights every day. Like, like Drea said, you know, find what you enjoy and then actually go do it and move your body. Absolutely. Amen. Yes. And I, my exercise of choice is weightlifting and anything to do with the water and anything to do with friends. So if I'm able to go for a walk or a jog or rollerblading or anything that's physical with a friend, that's honestly an incredibly easy way to get in your movement is to incorporate some kind of accountability buddy system. And it can be with anyone, right? It can be with a coworker, with a spouse, like literally anyone. And it's a way that you can really connect with them while loving and honoring your body at the same time. Um, but I love weightlifting for the simple fact that I'm naturally strong and that's what I'm naturally good at. Right. And so I'm not naturally really good with sports that involve a ball. (laughs) So that is what I've really pursue just because it lights me up and I'm passionate about it. But I always, when my clients come to me, I always ask them, 
what are the methods of exercising that you already enjoy? And some of them hate exercise and that's totally okay. We start small, we start little, we try different, we try different methods out and we figure out what truly works for them because some of them just simply haven't been exposed yet to the different types of movement. But yes, we need to really think outside the box because there are so many possibilities for both exercise and eating and there's no right or wrong. I love that. And just to piggyback, I would really challenge you. Like I would challenge, um, Fine. So like Drea said, right, like identifying like what types of movement do I already really enjoy? What do I know that I enjoy that's healthy, that's moving my body? And then I would challenge you too to think about what's the type of movement that you've been curious about or even explore what are other types of movement that maybe you'd be interested in and try one. So like I feel like, you know, I grew up playing sports. <laughs> I'm like super athletic, like growing up, you know, I did karate, I did softball, I did volleyball, I did so many different sports, um, which I loved. So like you, I love lifting weights, like very, just love, love, love moving my body um, and feeling really strong. And so, um, but there are other types of movement that I didn't get experience with growing up. And so as an adult, that's what's really rad about like, well, now we can kind of broaden our horizons and like, what else would I like to try? You know, and I started trying yoga as a young adult and something that I would love to try is like aerial yoga, um, I think would be super cool or even like, you know, getting into a dance class. And I am not the most coordinated, but I think it would be really fun. Um, So yeah, I I would challenge you to kind of think about what's another type of movement that you've kind of thought about or maybe seen and maybe give it a try. Yes. Amen. And I think, so the majority of my clients are really driven, ambitious women who are super successful and super amazing stewards of like every other area, but their physical health and it might've been this way for their whole lives. It might've been this way for just a season. And they're coming to me and saying, Hey, I really need help to get back to where I was, or, Hey, I have no idea what this will even look like for me. But I think a lot of going back to that limiting belief and that self-sabotaging behavior is that that need and desire to be perfect and to be just incredible at anything that you do. And so we limit ourselves with even trying a spin class or a dance class or anything that we feel like we might look silly and make a fool of ourselves. And I have zero problem doing that. Like I just love having fun and being goofy and making an idiot of myself. But a lot of women really struggle with that. And so what's really helped for them is for me to remind them, like, there's no such thing as failure. There's really, especially when it comes to your fitness and health journey, there's only just feedback. There's feedback of how we can pivot, of how we can try something new. And so when we really embrace that concept, it really just relieves the pressure on us to perform and be perfect. And then without that burden, we're freer to just be propelled into more action and more fun and more excitement and more adventure. And that all leads to more results. I believe that when you, when your mind is just strong and positive, your body is going to eventually follow suit. 
Yeah, I 100% agree. And I I actually did a live the other day and it was the four things that you need to let go of um, to start feeling more confident. And one of them was this need to do everything well. Um, and so I, I well, love, girl, I was like, yes, I love that you mentioned that because I like, I'm a recovering perfectionist, recovering people pleaser. So like, I feel that, you know, like I, and starting my business, <laughs> starting my business, I had to learn, like, be okay, trying things, not knowing how they're going to go, embarrassing yourself, looking like a fool, falling on your face. Like you just, you have to build, you know, a thicker skin or grow a thicker skin. Um, and so I think that's so true. It's like this unwillingness to, to look like a fool, like how you said it, like an unwillingness to do something not a hundred percent perfect, but to try Um, And I think that can actually lead us into, I kind of wanted to chat about, you know, overall, like our goal with fitness, with health, and even I would say in life is never to be perfect. Like no one calls us to be perfect. It's all of these standards and expectations that we've adopted. Um, And so it's, you know, it's okay that you have those But once you become aware of them, like try to start releasing those, releasing those expectations because we're never actually called to do that by God, right? Like he never calls us to make no mistakes, to do everything perfectly. That's not what we're called to do. And so starting to shift into, you know what, I'm going to try and I'm going to do my best and I'm going to show up and have new experiences, right? And like progress over perfection. Absolutely. Yes. And I always just say, take that messy, consistent action, because that's when you're really going to start to get a lot of feedback and start to be able to pivot and start to really create that exercise and eating method that truly works for you and that you genuinely enjoy. And I think I love what you said about releasing all of those expectations and the pressure that really come from the world and society. They really don't come from the Lord. And I love that when we look to his word as a standard, he's just full of grace. And yes, he, he commands us. And there, there are definitely ways that we have to submit and obey, obey him. But he's also just full of grace. And he knows that we're going to make mistakes. And it doesn't surprise him. It doesn't freak him out. It doesn't disappoint him. Like, I think that it's definitely great when we can really just embody that. Yeah. And I think that the verse that's coming to mind right now is um, like faith without works is dead. Right. So it's like, did I say it right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I like question. I'm like, wait, is that, um, I'm working on like building up my arsenal of actually being able to recite verses. It's something that I've intentionally been growing in. So I like, I'm starting to share them, but then get nervous sometimes. Um, But it's this idea of like, you know, we need to take the action. Like you said, like taking consistent, messy action and like showing up and doing the things. And it's like, whatever your goal is, whether it's fitness and health related, whether it's you trying to set more boundaries or whether it's trying, you know, to let yourself be more seen or more heard and raising your hand more often, like start small, like Dre mentioned, right? Like start small, start in safe areas, you know, like with safe people who are going to encourage you. Um, 
and just try, you know, start practicing because it gets easier, just like with our physical muscles. When we use those muscles, the mindset muscles, the emotional well-being muscles, when we use those things, they get stronger. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel like something that's really helped me to take the pressure off and I hope this will be helpful for someone is just to recognize that it's truly not about me. It's not about me impressing anyone or even me looking a certain way. It's really about me being a good steward of my fitness and health because I know that my physical being is just simply a vehicle for me to carry out my God-given goals and dreams and purpose in the most powerful way possible. And so that's truly when we're able to be motivated from that place of, I just want to be fit to carry out my calling. It's like the pressure just kind of dissolves because we realize it's about others. It's about serving others and bringing glory to God. It's really not even about us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. We really, there was so, so much good stuff that we talked about today. Um, Thank you so, so much. Do you have any last thoughts? And then I would also, along with any last thoughts, if you can share with people where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. I just want you to know if you're on the other side of this and you're like, that's cool, Drea, like (laughs) great pep talk, but not for me. Like I've tried everything and I've just never been able to get victory over this area of my life. I want you to know that I have nothing that you don't already have and you are so worthy and you're so capable of creating the change that you desire and there's nothing holding you back except for yourself truly and I know that might sound a little harsh but it's it's meant to empower you and to encourage you that you're totally capable of living in your dream body with a really healthy relationship with food as well um and yeah I, you know, I was someone that tried all the diets, did all the things. I was always overweight. That was just kind of my identity. And I didn't even understand that there was so much more that God had for me. So, and then if you would love to chat more, I would love to chat more with you. You can find me on Facebook in the Fit and Free community for the Driven Faithfilled Woman. That's really where I hang out most of the time. And then on Instagram, I'm at Nurse Drea Stella. Awesome. And then I will put those links below. Drea, thank you so much for being here. This was such a beautiful pleasure. I can't wait to connect with you ladies.